Awesome people of God. Praise God. Praise God all praise today. That was our praise and worship service, and we're just glad to be broadcasting live from home. God bless all of you. We love all each and every one of you. We are excited about what God is still doing in the earth. God is still moving. He's still in control. Never forget that. The government is operating, doing what they must do, but God is always doing what He's gonna do for us. And we have to believe God by his word and also by prayer. And we just thank God for, for being able to broadcast. Uh, we're into a new season. It's a, definitely a new season for me. It's a definitely a new season for my wife. And we're just here today to just bring a word. We, uh, God did give me a word. And it's amazing how <laughs> I didn't. I was listening to, to uh, some music and then I went to, to bed. And then I, as I was there, the Lord said, get up and write down something. And you know how you be, sometimes you be, You'll be there in your room, and God will speak to you and speak to you by, um, uh, he will speak to you in your spirit, and by him speaking to you in your spirit, uh, the Lord will be able to communicate even better when he drops a word of prophetic utterance into your life. Let's go to our text. Okay, we got everything situated, we're moving around, and we have adjusted ourselves, and we're going to have a, a, there is a word from heaven for you. And look at the Gospel of John. Uh, get your Bibles out. All of you get your Bibles out. And those of you that have your Kingdom Recovery book, uh, we're going to do the 10th, the 11th, and 12th step all at the same time. And we're able... Please pull over. Cover over. Okay, fine. We're, we're getting notes in as we adjust ourselves to what is happening. We're able to do this. And we're going to believe God. I hope that does what it needs to do. Uh, we're we're going to believe God for, for this word to be carried out and to be effective. If you look at uh, the Gospel of John, go to the 11th chapter of the Gospel of John. The 11th chapter of the Gospel of John. And look at the 35th verse. The third. The third This verse is the scriptures, one of the first ones that children learn. It's one of the first ones that I learned. But it's so important that what was happening at the time, uh, it says, Jesus wept. Now, <laughs> it, it was something for me to understand that the man of God, who is God incarnated, what would make him cry? And I, I was pondering over it, and as the Lord gave me a witness in my spirit to bring this word on today, uh, he also led me to Second Chronicles, 
And in Second Chronicles, you see where it's, uh, it's written by Ezra. And you'll find there in Second Chronicles where God is talking to the second time. He's talking to Solomon. And prophetically, Ezra writes it in the book. And he says uh, this scripture. And many of you know it by heart. But you've heard it a million times. But I want to repeat it today. And we want to look at it because it's so important for today's season and for the day's time. We know that this coronavirus is... Uh, as it has us at home and it's very important that you protect yourselves and I'm very um, conscious that we all understand that God's still ruling and he's still providing but we also have the laws of the land so before we get started I want us to pray father we thank you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that no weapon formed against us shall prosper we pray for each and every household God in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that they will be safe. We pray safety over them, God, like you took care of the children of Israel, God, as the plague came and the firstborn was being killed, God. You told them to cover themselves with blood. So, Father, we cover ourselves now with blood yes. over the lintel of every home God is out there in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, God. And we thank you now that, that we are covered with the blood. Also, God, give us to be uh, able to be convicted on our things that we need to be convicted of and be able to admit what we need to change. Father, there are things in our spirit, God, that we have, and we're going to bring them to the throne, God, and we're going to lay them at your feet, God, and every request should be made known. So, God, today we pray for the After Christ Christian Center family, and we pray for their families. God, we pray for their children and their children's children. And then, God, we pray for our siblings, our brothers and our sisters. God, we pray, God, our prayer of faith, God, and we cover ourselves with the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ as we cover them. Father, we, we know that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. God, and as we pray for the government, as we pray for the leaders of our country, God, give them wisdom at this time, God, on how to help the people of God. Those that are those that are sick and afflicted, those that have disease, God, we ask for you to, your divine healing. No weapon again, God, is formed against us shall prosper. So, God, we pray for the generals of the church. We pray for those, God, that uh, are set in place, God, to uh, what they say, that the church will move accordingly to that. So we pray for every pastor, God. We pray for every local assembly. We pray for every local assembly. We pray for the worldwide assembly and Christians everywhere. God, at this time, if we would come together, God, and pray and believe you, God, as we touching and agreeing, God, with the saints of God, we want to believe you, God, for miracles, and you are a miracle-working God. So, God, at this time, God, we want to come, and as we stand together and we come onto Facebook Live, and, and my wife and I here, God, anoint us afresh, that we'll have a fresh word, God, for your people. That it will be something that will be encouraging. That will be something, God, that they can respond to in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So, God, we bless our people. We bless the people of America. We bless the people around the world that they will hear your voice, God, and obey and be born again. And, God, that they will be able to know that there is a life even after death that we live to live again. And so, God, we thank you right now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. God bless you in Jesus' name. Now, we want to read our scripture. We, I had taken you to Second uh, Second Chronicles, and you should have the 7th chapter and the 14th verse. And it says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and will heal their land. Mm -hmm. Of course, that he was talking to Solomon at this time. But I'm going to use the text, not to take it out of context, 
but to use it as a uh, scripture leading us at this time. When I when I read the scripture, it it, it caught me uh, with the same scripture that Jesus wept. But then God is speaking here to Solomon, and we know Solomon was wise. But we also know that at this time the tabernacle had been built, and and he's talking uh, through so he's talking through to the prophet, and he's speaking to Solomon. And this is what he's telling that he wants the people of God to do. And then it turns and it says, he throws this big word out there and it says, if. And, and that's where we're at today. We're at an if moment. It's, it's an if moment. If we do, if we don't. And constantly before we go outside, we're saying, if the virus get me, what shall I do? And then we're, we're going, if we stay home, if I stay home, am I a coward? Should I go to the church? There's an if moment around us now. And everyone is asking questions of an if and, and it's, we have to understand that we are God's people. It says, if my people that are what? Honey? Called by my name. It says, are called by his name. We are called by the name of the Lord Jesus Christ because he was God in the flesh. And by him being God in the flesh, we're called by the, his name. We are part of the body of Christ. We are the church. We are the ecclesia. We are the called out ones. We are the ones that, that God has, has, has raised us up and we have a born again spirit. Our spirit is alive and we are alive with Christ seated in heavenly places. And what else was to say, there? Next verse. Next. Mm -hmm. 15. Now my eyes will no, no, be. No, no, no. The same scripture. Just read oh. it over. We're going to take it down. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves. This is a biggie. You got to be able to humble yourself. People are not humbling themselves enough to repent. Uh, you have to get to the point where you be godly sorry. We're, the, the church needs to repent. We need to repent for everything that we're doing, that God had, everything that we're not doing, that God had commissioned us to do. We need to repent for that. Pastors and leaders and teachers and apostles and preachers and, and, and bishops, we need to repent for the things that have happened here in America we, uh, that we allow to happen on our watch. We have to begin to go back. And somebody said, well, what are we going to go back? We're not going to go back because we're going forward. Even with the technology that we're going forward, we're going forward with, with uh, all the ways of broadcasting his word. But before we start reaching the world again, we're going to have to repent. And bring ourselves under submission to the Holy Spirit to know what day, what time, then what era that we're really living in. We've given up a lot of things. We, uh, I believe that we still should be casting out demons. I believe that we still should be laying hands on the sick, believing that they shall recover. I believe that we should still be preaching and teaching the word of God and giving ourselves uh, time to understand God's word by him revealing through the prophets, the apostles, the pastors, the evangelists, and the teachers. He, by, by the teachers teaching us the, rightly, the right way that we can divide the word of God, we shall be inspired that to find out that we're not the biggie. We're not the big person, but we are the one that God has called out. He is the Lord. He's the one that we bow to and not man. Uh, we have to stop chasing money without, without not realizing that God is the author and the finisher of our faith. And he, God gives us, he gives us power to get wealth and to be able to understand how to deal with the wealth that God gives us. And it says, if my people that are called by my name will humble themselves. We're not a very humble church. 
we were building uh we're building churches but are we building people we are the church we are the body of christ we have god's spirit in us we are we taking authority over the enemy uh, we should be building ourselves up on our most holy faith we should be building our spirit up to be able to release it praying in the spirit praying in the spirit and, and the manifestation of god's uh, presence will come upon you when you learn how to pray in the spirit when you learn how to do the work of god but you cannot do it with pride you can't do it uh being god you can't make people begin to worship you we need to get them to worship god there there are some places that i'm not going to point out nothing you you'll get the gist of what i'm saying there are some places that that the people of god they have god have made them so prosperous that sometimes they don't stop to just to say thank you lord and there is a thank you lord this morning we have to be able to, able to tell him thank you for this life that we still have thank him for our family and our friends thank him for what we're going to do in the body of christ to draw others to him we have they've got to realize that with humility with humility when one comes regardless of how their background regardless of their what their function regardless of whatever their flesh craves for regardless to how their personality is and in regards to what preference they, they take and, and, and how they are living their lifestyle today, we have got to get to the point where we as the church body humbles ourselves and pray for everybody. We have to be able to pray for all the people of this world that God will reach out to them and be able to get them to understand that he is still in charge. Amen. That is so good. What's the next verse of that scripture? It says, "It says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and will heal their land." It's not easy to turn, but we have to believe God. That he help us to turn from our wicked way. Well, is there any wickedness in the church? Yo, yeah. You know, every time we open our doors, uh, Satan comes in with the saints. So we have to be able to understand how to help them to get into the worship. Our worship, if we come into worship services, our worship services are powerful. We must all be able to come into worship, not coming in, straggling in when the worship is over, just picking the part of the service that you like, but you have to be able to come in and do the whole service. How shall we worship the Lord? We worship God in the beauty of holiness. We, how shall we worship the Lord? How do we? There's, there's a scripture that says we worship the Lord in, in spirit, in and, spirit in and in truth. So you have to have the spirit of God. And you, if you know the word, you'll be able to worship him in the true word of God. But if you don't study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that need not to be ashamed, but rightly dividing the word of truth, you have to understand there is a way of rightly dividing this in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> What's the next one, Doc? That's it there. Then let's go back to our let's go back to our text. Everybody, let's flip back to the Gospel of John. And let's deal with our Lord and Savior and see what made him weep. Ah, uh, in, uh, in, uh, in, uh, in John 11 and 33, let's go up from 35, let's go up to 33. But in the scripture we find, uh, let's move even back up to 25. Uh, and it says, Jesus says to her, now we're talking about Martha. Martha, 
uh, has run out to see Jesus. Uh, her brother Lazarus has died. Her sister Mary is still in the house with La uh, mm. crying, and and Lazarus has been laid in the tomb, and then the rock has been rolled over in front of him, and Jesus has waited four days. He's waited four days with his disciples because they had a they had a had a belief that the spirit hovers around the body for at least three days and that it can re-enter the body after three days. It was a uh, old Jewish fable. But you'll find that Jesus waits with his disciples and he and they say, come, let us go see Lazarus. And then uh, Jesus says the same to them. He says uh, that Lazarus, my friend, he sleepeth. And then they keep on pressing him because he's taking so much time to really to go and to help his friend. They, they had believed that he would help him his sickness and heal his sickness. They, had, uh, they, they didn't know in their heart what Jesus had planned. He had planned a demonstration of his own resurrection, if we could believe uh, him for that power. So we, we look in here, it says, and Jesus said, in 25, and Jesus says uh, to her, it says, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believeth in me, though he may die, he shall live. And whosoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? And the important thing in, in red here, what he said to her, he told her, I am the resurrection. And by him telling her who he was, he's identifying his own death, burial, and resurrection. There have been many people that have been resurrected, but there's only been one resurrection. And that resurrection, he has risen from the dead, and he's alive still forever and ever and evermore. But do you find that he has to speak to people that, that, that doubt, that the people that are his disciples, sometimes the people around you could be the weakest ones with you. Sometimes you have to separate yourself in order to hear God clearly and be able to understand what he's saying to you. Each and every household, each and every man of God, and each and every woman of God of a household begin to pray, begin to believe God for he's going to carry us through this whole season. And as someone said to me the other day, they say, but if I die, I only die to live again. You have to know that who you are in Christ, that God's power resonates within you and that we are believers of his word. And it says, I am the resurrection. Now, if you just get that into your spirit, that it is the Lord Jesus speaking. And he, he, you, sometimes we see him as uh, our, our, the person that gives us wealth. He, we look sick and, and we only go to him when we are sick. And we don't go to him constantly in prayer before, we, before, we, before sickness or disease comes into our home. We have been praying. We have been praying for this hour, this time. And we knew not what we were praying because the Spirit had given us what to pray for. God has already told us how to get our provisions together, how to gather everything that we needed into our home. If we have been listening prophetically to the sermons and listening to the voice of the Lord in our teaching, we know that it was time to start gathering finances. It was time for us to start gathering ourselves together spiritually for this time of shut-in. We pray for the lonely ones. If you allow me just to, just to diverse from the message for just a minute, we pray for the people that are lonely at home. But you can get on and begin to call people begin to pray for the sick over the phone or rise up early and have prayer for others and yourself just going now we go back to the text and it says i am the resurrection and we want to come on down to 33 33 and 33 says it says 
When Jesus saw her weeping, and, Jew, and the Jews had come along with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in spirit and troubled. <laughs> Where have you laid him, he asked. Hold on. Just, and it says, therefore, Jesus saw her weeping. Uh, what, uh, what, when he saw Martha weeping, he was moved with compassion. Yeah. And by him being moved with compassion, and, and I love that. I love that. You'll find as you as you read the gospel, mm. you'll find where it says, "And Jesus moved with compassion," and, and, and because he was a he was had compassion for his people, he he, had, he was a compassionate God. We should have compassion for people. We should stop talking about what people are not and start speaking life into them, so that they can become what they need to be. And therefore, Jesus saw her weeping. A key issue here, it says, and the Jews who came with her weeping. His father had sent him to the Jews. Mm. He was the Messiah. He was the risen Savior. He, he was God incarnated. He was, he was in the flesh. We have to realize that our Jesus was also human and also God. He was as much man as he was God. So the, so the man part of him. The man part of him the, uh, uh, had compassion. The spirit of him is coming alive because he knows what his job is now to go and to be crucified. This is, he knows that this is shortly coming. He knows that his time on earth is becoming short. And he, said, he, he says, therefore, when Jesus saw her, and sometimes when it says that Jesus, Jesus saw me. He saw me when I was uh, in my drunken stupor. He saw me in my sin. He saw me when I was trying to pull away from him. I knew him as a child, but I was trying to pull away from him and take on the things of the world. But he had compassion on me. Uh, he, he sent back to me a pastor. He sent to me Lois. And, and Lois was my first pastor. <laughs> she came evangelistically and she, she prophetically told me that I was going, my life would end if I didn't turn and do what God had called me to do. Many of us have to recognize the calling that God had put upon our life and do it with humility. You know, you can't come as the big shot. You have to come humble. You have to come with compassion. You have to come understanding the word. You have to give yourself some time to study. You have to give yourself some time to prayer and fasting. And these things are that will help you to become sanctified in enough ways that you can worship and, and praise God in the spirit. You learn how to release your spirit. You learn how to release your, the, the tension of this world and move into the spirit of God. And as you move into the spirit of God, you know that he's answering your prayers. Therefore, when Jesus saw her weeping, and then it says, and Jesus and the Jews who, who came with her. A lot of times the Jews, he was sent to the Jews as Messiah from his father. By his father sending him to let the, let the people know that he loves them so much. He came as an expression of God. Elohim, he came as Yahshua, he came to the people that God loved, the Jews, and when he saw them weeping, because they didn't understand who he was, he hits both, he is the, he is the Gentile as well as he do, as he, as he moves on the, he moves on the Israelites, and as he's dealing with Israel, uh, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled. He was troubled because he didn't understand who he was. 
and he had always he had already healed the sick. He had already been moving around, raising the dead, and he's already provided food for them when when they didn't have food. He is our provider, and it's amazing. It's amazing. We don't think at this time that God still can provide for us. I'm telling you that God still can provide for us, and if you trust Him. But you have to trust him. We look at this and metaphorically, if you'll allow me to do this metaphorically, uh, you see that uh, when he saw her weeping, it's it's like it's like the Gentiles. It's like uh, us. It's like, we, uh, but she wasn't a Gentile. But it's like uh, I'm just metaphorically going to speak this. It's like the church. It's the church who is the bride of Christ, and you'll find here that uh, the bride of Christ. He's come for us, but we have not yet even been seen. We were still in Jesus. Jesus is the body of Christ, and that is the God part of man. Uh, we'll find that, 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 that the spirit of man is hooked up in heavenly places with Jesus, so we are a part of the body of Christ. But here we will find that as we being the bride, the church, that the Father, the Father, God, Elohim, he's also married to the Jews. And we'll find in, in, that he will come back with the 144,000 and begin to evangelize the Jews to let them know that he had sent the Messiah. To get them to turn to God so that they'll be able to understand that they too were the ones that he really, really loved. If you go all the way back to, to, to uh, uh, Genesis and you'll find that how he loved and, and how he dealt with Abraham, you'll find that God loved the Jewish nation. And then, and then what he says, he says here, he says in uh, 1134, and he said, where have you laid him? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I, I, I just, if you allow me just to preach it for just a minute. Sometimes we God's trying to figure out where have we laid the Spirit of God? Where have we laid the church? Where have we laid the things that God gave us to do? Like healing the sick, casting out demons, raising the dead, and teaching life. What about our children? Oh, if we don't reach for our children, they are smart. They are. They are. But they are ready for this generation. And a lot of times, but they don't have the knowledge that we have on how to live. We don't have the knowledge on how to live uh, according to God's will. So we have to teach our children how to live according to God's will. They don't want to hear it. They want, we want to hear their computers. They want to hear their cell phones. They want to hear their friends. They want to hear their teachers. They don't want to do what we have done but we have lived to be uh, older age we have experience we have time we, we know how to take care of a family we know how to save our money and all these things that we should be able to pass on to our children but then as you look in revelations you see where it says they repented not for their pharmaceuticals and as you look it says where have you laid him. You have to ask your question to yourself. Where have you laid the thing in you that is dead? It needs to be risen up again by the power of God. God has called you out. You still have a mission. You evangelists, don't stop evangelizing. Get on, get, get yourself together. Get out on the networks that you can. Continue to evangelize. 
Use your phone to call people. Call people. Call them. Be, be able to encourage people at this time. Be able to minister to people at this time. Be able to walk by faith and not by sight. Where have you laid him? And this is, this is, this is so powerful. Where have you put God? Have you put him in the place of fear? Or have you put him in the place of, of, uh, of, of prosperity? Have you put him, where have we laid God today? Uh, and after Christ, we try to keep it uh, so that we are able to continue to have outreaches. We, we, we allow people to come in. Uh, get, they can come in high. We have different programs like the Kingdom Recovery. We have different programs like the women meeting. We had a powerful, powerful meeting for, for the men. There are things that we do that you don't find just anywhere. We'll accept people come in smelling uh, like marijuana. But if they come in smelling like that, we'll teach them how to release that addiction and be able to walk by faith and not by sight. Where have we laid our Lazarus? <laughs> Where have we laid this thing that has died in us? Where have we laid it? We have to lay these things down. What fellowship are we looking for in the spirit of God? Evangelistic, prophetic, teaching, preaching. What have you stopped doing? Have you stopped praying at home? Do you always have to be on a prayer line to pray? You have to, in this season, God is teaching us how to pray and more effectively. What does it say in, in, in 11 and 35? 35, it says, Jesus wept when the Jews said, see how he loved him? But some of them said, could not the, the not he open the eyes of the blind man, have kept his, this man from crying? Jesus, once more deeply moved, came to the tomb. It was a cave with a stone laid. Yeah, it's a, the it's a, but some of them said, could not he who had opened the eyes of the blind man and kept this man from dying? You know, because they, they, they realized the miracles that he has done. And he, and he says this. They saw him as a uh, some of them saw him as a, a magician and some of them saw him. Uh, as the, the, the Messiah, and those, some of them just followed him around just to see what he would do. And, and they, 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 now they're pulling on God, but he says, the blind man, he, he, he opened his eyes. Sometimes we need to pray to God, open our eyes, because we become spiritually blind. And, and I'm speaking, and I don't speak for the whole church. I don't speak for the whole church. When I say the church, I mean, the, the, we are the church. We are the body of Christ. We need to understand that he needs to open up our blind eyes. We're, we're blind to the fact of what has been promised to us. We're blind to the fact that even though we're shed into our homes, that there is a, still a word from God that's being spoken to us. There's still prophecy. There's still prayer. There's still study. And since we've been locked in, a lot of us have studied more since we've been locked in since uh, when, when we was able to go to the assembly. Uh, we, we were reaching like uh, 25, 30 would come to our Bible study. Now we're reaching 90 people. Uh, we're, and we're looking even for more. We're reaching people all over the United States now. 
And we are now opening ourselves up to what I was, as the apostle, had a vision of, but I was blind to how to do it. You have to be able to submit yourself to the things that you don't know and trust the younger people to help you to do what you know to do. So let's not be caught in our blindness because God wants not only to raise us up, he also wants us to see further than we ever seen before. Amen. Where are we at? Right here. It says, but some of them said, could not he open the eyes of the blind man? Have kept this man from dying. And then it says in 36, 38, it says, Jesus you, you, wants you, more. You know, honey, sometimes we need to die. Oh, yeah. we, we, we need to die. We need to die to self, you know. We're, we're, I, had, I had to die to myself. I was arrogant. I had to put off that arrogance and, and realize that I, I, I have to humble myself uh, and, and seek God's face. And I had to try to hear from him who is in heaven. But God gave, gave us a word. He says, he told us, he said, go and be filled with the Holy Ghost. And, 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 Acts, and, he, and Acts, he commands them to go to the upper room and pray and believe for the power to come. He said he would not leave us comfortless. That he, there was, he would send us a comforter. And the comforter would be the Holy Spirit. Many of us are afraid of the Holy Spirit. And, and it, they receive it with the evidence of speaking with other tongues. Colding tongues of, uh, came and sat upon their heads. That's the symbol of fire. And But they began to speak in languages and that, that they thought they were drunk. But sometimes people get ashamed of, of, of being able to, to speak with tongues. And, and sometimes they get ashamed of, of how we praise God with our hands and, and how we dance before the Lord. Uh, I'm not ashamed. And they'll say, I'm not ashamed of this gospel. But they don't put nothing out. They leave it all in the temple bricks and mortar god has sent us to our homes and not collectively coming down to the center and where we thought all the power was the power is in us it's in us it's in us it's in us and he desires that we use it by reaching others to give them encouragement and hope to let them know there is a way out there's a way out of whatever it is that have you bound or have you um not able to see that everything's going to work, God's going to work it out for you. We, and we have to be there to encourage people. And even more in days like this that we're facing, it's important for us to really just connect together in love. The love should be really shared right now to let people know whatever it is or whatever we can do or what, however we can pray and, you know, just staying connected to one another. We need prayer. We really need to pray. And seek God yep. in this time. What's the next verse here? It says, I'm going on to verse um, 40. Then Jesus said, did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? <laughs> Do you believe it? Even in this time when everything comes over, over, your over the TV to get you to believe that that he's not the healer. He's still in charge. Uh, that he's not in charge. He's still in charge. Yeah. Uh, you, you, God's in charge of the government. God, God has not what he's forsaken not us. us. He has he not has forsaken not us. us. He's given us time to go to him even more yes. than ever before in the beauty of holiness. We, we have to be able to understand that he has not forsaken you. 
You know, someone say, if, if, if God be for us, who can be against us? But so many of us think that because he has us in this different position that he can, he can bring us out. Yes, in his timing and in his will. You have to move according to the will of God. Yes, yes. In verse 40, um, 41. So they took away the stone. Then Jesus looked up and said, Father. Wait a minute. Did we? Some, wait a minute. He didn't take away the stone himself. Mm -hmm. He had them to remove the stone from the from the tomb where Lazarus was inside and had died. Martha says to Jesus, she says, by this time, Lord, he stinketh mm -hmm. because you waited so long to get here. Well, by the time I, I was in my tomb, it took God, it took him to, because I, I needed to die I, to get rid of all of my addictions and all of my worldly habits. I was in my own tomb. I had I had put myself in a tomb. I had I had died to the things of God. I, I was not allowed allied to the things of God. I placed myself in this tomb and I needed that I needed somebody to roll away the stone. If America don't roll away the stone uh, that has come over us in the church, I'm speaking to the church, we're locked up in the tomb. We have got to get out of this tomb, start trying to reach our people with power, love, and a sound mind, teaching them the things of God, casting out demons, laying hands on the stick, believing God. We have to get to the point where we believe him beyond faith. Oh, what are you saying? You have to believe him beyond faith because once you get beyond faith, you're into his grace. And when you enter the God's grace, you'll find another power and authority that he's left for us to exist here on earth with. Oh, praise God for that. What, what, what's the next one? Verse. It says that, and he, he told said, them. So, so they took away the stone. Then Jesus, the Messiah. You got to Jesus, take away the stone. You, you have to take away... Every stone that has you captured, you have to take a stop looking for personalities. Stop looking for someone that uh, that you you believe is more spiritual than you. Stop looking for for uh, uh, personality preachers and and personality. You look for some. You look for something for yourself. God has given you to be the greatest you you can be, but you have to go into self and say, I am a great. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. You have to be able to know that in you is the power of the living God. And you, you these stones have got to be removed, and you got to be the one that removes them. Don't look for nobody else to remove them. You have to be the ones that want to remove these stones from your life so that you can begin to understand who he is by the by his spirit inside of you, giving the word interpretation so that you can make it prophetically to work in your life. What, 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 come on, let's get, it, let's get him out to the tomb. Let's get his ashes out to this tomb. <laughs> <laughs> yes. then, then Jesus, Yahshua HaMashiach, who the Christ, looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me. Yeah, yeah. Can, can, can we make that as an example? Sometimes you got to look up to God. 
who is the author and the finisher of your faith. You have to look up to him. You have to be able to reverence him. You have to be able to worship him. You have to go to his feet. You have to go down on your knees. You have to go down and worship. Worship. We need to learn how to worship. Worship, really, a lot of times we got worship and praise and worship teams and they stand up. But in worship, sometimes you can need to lay prostrate before God. You need to get down on your knees, get down on your face and become that dead person to let God speak to you so that you can come alive in his presence. But a lot of times we don't make his presence because we're not able to be humble enough to get down on the ground and begin to praise him, to bow down. We're too glorious with, with our we're with what we have on and we're too glorious what we put on in our flesh our flesh is telling us you don't take it don't take all that yes it does it takes that and some more oh it don't take all that what what what, what they're doing over there after christ yes it does we have to release the power of god be able to understand how to worship him worship comes from the inside you, you we have to build ourselves up on our most holy faith to be able to release the power of god when we're dead. It's a terrible thing to be saved and dead in Christ. It's a terrible thing to be walking around talking about, I am this evangelist, I am this pastor, I am this prophet, and be dead in Christ. You cannot, you have to be able to magnify your spirit to come alive. Oh man, oh, wow, I'm, I'm just feeling the presence of God here, Lord. so excited. Let, yeah, it, let's get the answers out this tune. Praise God. And it says, 42, I know that I know that you always hear me, but I say this for the benefit of the people standing here. Watch, 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 hold it, hold it, hold it. I know that you always hear me. We know God always hears us. But the problem is, you knowing it and believing it is two different things. You know it in your intelligentsia, in your intelligence, in your humanness, but you have to be able to believe him beyond that, to know him, but to believe what he says. Yes. I mean, you have to understand there are no big eyes and little U's in God. I mean, he sees us, he sees us the same, yes. but we want, we want to put the person up because they have more money than me or more money than you. Uh, we want to make them, uh, give them a high praise. Stop looking to man to praise them. Uh, men put on pants one leg at a time, just like you put your pants on one leg at a time. And for you ladies, one dress at a time. <laughs> Let's get Lazarus out of his grave. When he had said this, Jesus called in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out. His hands and feet wrapped with yeah, yeah, right, right there. Right there. When he calls you, answer. But your answer's got to be yea and amen. You have to hear him when he calls you, and his calling you is yea and amen. He's called us all out of darkness. Just don't take the call. Come into a dim light, but come into the sunlight. Come into the sunlight. Come into the S-O-N light. Come into the light of the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. Understand his death, burial, and his resurrection. Begin to know that you got to go down. Down is the way up. You have to learn how to worship him. He's speaking to us. If you receive the speaking that he's given us, yes. you won't feel yes. dead. You won't feel distracted. You won't feel like you've been punished, punished to be staying in the home. Get inside your home. Get a true relationship with him. And he said, I'll never leave you, nor will I ever forsake you. And he, and as he say that, then you're never alone. There's a song, never, never alone. <laughs> Come on. Let's get Lazarus out the grave. I'm on verse, I'll just read 43 again. When he said this, Jesus called in a loud voice, 
Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and feet wrapped with strips of linen and a cloth around his face. Jesus said to them, take off the grave clothes and let him go. Now watch this. He comes out, but he's still bound. A lot of times when you come out of something, you can still be bound by something. And he has men and women that he has anointed to help you to unravel, to unravel the more grave clothes. You got to take off your grave clothes. You got to take off the clothes that you had in the world. You, layer by layer, you have to, got to get away from your depression, lying, stealing, drug addicts, and, and whoring, and, and running and running the streets, and not understanding who God is, trying to, you, 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 you obtain money through your work, but you don't appreciate what God put in your hand. You go to the racetrack, give it away. You got to stop doing the things that the world has to distract you from being a person that God says, I have taken off my grave clothes. You got to be able to take off your grave clothes and put on the garment of praise. You know, I said, put on the garment of praise and, 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 and for the spirit of heaviness. Yes, you're heavy, but begin to praise God. Begin to get, be, thankful. Be, thankful. be thankful. Be thankful. How do we teach our children to be thankful? And how do you speak to the speak to the audience, speak to the people of after Christ, how to take off these grave clothes? You got to examine. The Bible tells us to examine ourselves daily. We got to put ourselves under. We know only we we ourselves and God knows exactly what's going on with us when we still cheating or when we still lying. Things that other people can't see, but you know that's there. We have to deal with ourselves because we study the word, not to preach and teach, but to live by it. God wants us to be people that represent him, that he says, be imitators of me, of what he did. And he had the love uh, so fixed. The, the word of God helps us to begin to have the love that we need to be able to go out and reach people without any strings attached or trying to get something for nothing, but just to love them, to see them healed and walking uh, steadfastly, walking uprightly, giving them glory, you know. And it, it's not until we ourselves show that when we, when, when we see people that have a need or need to be ministered to, we just got to take time and do that. You said that we have to deal with the things that are in us. Yes. We, we have to know who we are and what we're doing. Yes. We, we, we have to begin to understand that we're not all that, can I say? We're not all it, that. You know, and, no. and, we, and the exact nature of the things that is wrong with us, mm -hmm. we have to address that. And guess what? After you address that and get some type of normalcy from that, then you still have to go back to God and say, what's next? What's next? And you that's keep saying, and, and once that's gone, you go back yes. to God and say, what's next? And he continues to work on you. You, you, you're not going to be able to clean yourself up without the, without the word of God, without the spirit of God, without being submitted to God. We, at this time, we have to be able to be submitted, and we're coming out of this thing, uh, this coronavirus nineteen. We are, we're, we have to be able to walk by faith in this, and we're going to come out. We have to put take off the grave clothes before we come out, though. And it's a time, and, and it's a time, and the need to grieve those, and and to just bury those things that had us bound. Yeah. A lot of times we don't want to let a certain behavior go, or the way we have, we feel we, we we've been bound by that thing for so long. But there's a time and place that that thing 
has to die in your life. Can I speak to the husbands and say, husbands, talk to your wives. Get to know her all over again. Remember why you married her. And then help one another with the things that have begun in our minds to hinder us. And you friends, you singles, begin to deal with yourself with the things that you know that have hindered you so that you'll be able to walk free of your grave clothes. But if you, unless you're brutally honest and do a four, do a self-examination, unless you're brutally honest with yourself, you won't do it. Don't let yourself hide from yourself. The true you is in there somewhere. Get rid of the boxes. Get rid of the things that so easily beset us. Get rid of the chains that bind us. Be able to walk free of every addiction and everything that ever had you bound. Be able to walk free from it. Yes, I said addictions. And not all, not all addictions are drugs. You got bad habits addictions of, of not cleaning your house and not cleaning your body. You got bad habits addictions of, of, of uh, uh, not understanding who you are in Christ. Bad habit addiction of, of things that, that you throw away your money. There are so many things that we can become addicted to that we need to be released from. But we have to go to God and say, God, what next can I deal with? And I am still getting delivered even some 30 years later. Because, yes. Yeah. We have a need. Of, it's, there's things that God wants us to accomplish in our life. And, and you said, well, what's the purpose of that? That we will be more like him. That uh, the Bible said that we're living the epistles read of men. That means some people might not ever read the Bible, but they're reading your life. And our life should That's set such an example of what we have died from to get to the place where God can use us. To be a blessing to someone else. That's the whole purpose in Christianity to me. Is to become more like Christ. And it's just to reach the man or the woman or that boy or that girl that's around us. To help them up out of their addiction. And God is so calling the people of God to do that. He's calling us to reach another person. Let each one of us reach one. Telling somebody about the love of Christ that can deliver them. That can set them free. That can just heal them of broken hearts. All of that. God is calling us in this hour even the more. As we see the day approaching. The oncoming of his soon return. We must be about God's business. Yes. yes we must got be. to. We got to. We, we really have to we be. We really have to be. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, just a couple of things and, and, and that I want to clear up. I want to finish this, uh, that up when he, with Lazarus. Let's get him all the way out the grave. And uh, we'll be able to move on from there. So we're, we're on verse uh, 48. Mm -hmm. If we let him go on like this, everyone will believe in him. And then the Romans will come and take away both our place and our nation. Mm -hmm. Let, let's go up uh, again and come down where, okay. where, he, was in the, where he was in the grave. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I did. Mm -hmm. Verse 45 mm -hmm. here. It says, therefore, many of the Jews who had come to visit Mary... And has seen what Jesus did. Now, now watch this. Here's your Jewish nation again. Uh, that, that's the Father's bride. Now, now they're coming. They're here. And they see what Jesus has done. Even in seeing that, they, they don't want to, they don't, they, they, they're now becoming jealous. Now they're becoming envious. They don't, they see him that in his power and his glory that he has raised, that the dead were raised. Mm -hmm. And now they're saying, if we allow him to, to keep, keep on, 
we're going to lose our jobs. Mm -hmm. Well, the temple, we, they're gonna, we won't no longer have to be eaten free at the temple. We no longer have to go and do all the sacraments at the temple. We're, we're no longer be able to go in and keep our status. And that's what people want to do. They want to keep their status in the church. They don't want to come down to deal with the people of God. They want to stand up and deal with multitudes of God. And they have no touch for man. Have no touch for man. And, 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 and they're not reaching the guy that really needs to be rich. They want the prosperous one. They give them the front row, the the the, the most, the, the biggest titers. We're gonna put you guys right here in the front, and y'all come dressed up, all glorified. Now, those should be the ones that go out and try to be with the ones of lower esteem, mm -hmm. trying to win them for Christ and try to build them back up so that we all could be prosperous. It's not a thing where you can position yourself to be over somebody. The Jews here are trying to position themselves uh, to now to do to now to as. Jesus comes in uh, for his death and his burial and his resurrection. They're positioning themselves to go and tell Pilate, crucify him. One day when he came in on Palm Sunday, they, they, they're waving palms and saying, they're waving palms and calling on the Messiah. They're calling on the Messiah. They're saying, Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna. And by them calling on the name of the Lord, Hosanna, Hosanna. And then just three days later, they say, kill him, crucify him. Let mm -hmm. me see where we are here. Mm -hmm. Therefore, many of the Jews who had come to visit Mary and had uh, seen what Jesus did put their faith in him. But some of them went to the Pharisees and told them what Jesus had done. Then the chief priests and the Pharisees called a meeting of the Sanhedrins. What are we accomplishing, they asked. Here is this man performing many miraculous signs. Okay, and, and let's do this. Let's do this for, because I'm looking, I've got about four more minutes. Let's go to John, the third chapter. Mm -hmm. You can call him back, whoever that is. Mm -hmm. Let's just go to John, the third chapter, okay? And look at uh, verse five and, and seven. Here you find Jesus. He, there's a Sanhedrin that comes to him named Nicodemus. Jesus said, I tell you the truth. No one can enter the kingdom of God unless he is born of water and spirit. Jesus answered, Most assuredly I say unto you, unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. And, and, and he said, do marvel that I say to you, you must be born again. You must be born again. First a natural birth and then a spiritual birth. Natural and then spiritual. Natural birth, then a spiritual birth. I'm going to pray very, very shortly as we come, put, put our song on. Uh, I'm going to pray for us and, and we're going to be able to close this out. And we're going to, we just want you guys to be blessed and not distressed. We want you to uh, know that we love you. And we want to, you know that, that God is uh, able to do things for you. And, and, and that at this time, that we're all shut in. It says that you must be born again. Come, let's, let's pray a prayer of faith. Father, I thank you for this day, this time, and this hour. God, I thank you for your love, for your people. I thank you, God, that uh, 
we know you in the power of your resurrection. We thank you, God, that knowing you in the power of your resurrection, that you are our comforter. And God, as you comfort us today, give us not to draw away, but give us, God, to move by faith. Together, we pray for one another. I pray for the After Christ Christian Center family, those that you've given myself and my wife to be their pastors. Let them know, God, that you love them. God, you love me and you changed my life. And I, I know that Christ lives within me by the Holy Spirit. I humble myself. I'm going to seek your face. And I'm going to call upon the name of the Lord. Yes. The Lord Jesus Christ, the Anointed One, Yahshua, his Hebrew name. We're calling on you today to enter into the various homes and talk with the people of God. To give them wisdom, give them understanding at this time. Let them hold fast to the confession of truth that Jesus is Lord. No, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. I speak to all my sons and my daughters. Live on. Do what you must do. We are survivors. We are the army of God. We're not afraid of any of the tactics of the enemy. We cast them down now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We cover ourselves with the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because of his death, burial, and his resurrection, we find power in knowing he yet lives. Yes. And because he lives, we're going to be able to face tomorrow. Yes. And because he lives, <laughs> uh, if God changed me, he could change anybody. We thank you, Lord, for this time. Help to teach us on how to do what you would have us to do uh, on the different networks and and on Facebook, to our audience, we love you. To all my sons and daughters, all my spiritual sons and daughters, we love you. We'll keep us in prayer as we keep you in prayer. And we pray for our city. Pray for our governor. Pray for our mayors of the various cities that are in this metropolitan Detroit area. Cover us with the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And remember, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Uh, look at you. Look at, um, give a closing word to, to, to give, a, give a closing word. For so, Father, we thank you. We thank you for your awesome word. We thank you for who you are in our life. And we pray right now in the name of Jesus that all your people everywhere, the people of God everywhere, be encouraged, be steadfast and unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For inasmuch as we know, God, our labor in you is not in vain. Not in vain. The people of God, the labor, your labor of love is not in vain. So, Father, bless your people everywhere. Cover them from the very top of their heads to the soles of their feet. Whatever they're going through, bring deliverance. Whatever they're seeking for, oh God, open the door. Oh God, whatever they're doing, oh God, for you, Lord, let it be from the heart, the motive in the heart, oh God. Is what you're looking at, oh God. That they will prosper in all that they do concerning the kingdom of God. We just thank you and we praise you now for an awesome day. We look forward to coming together again in Jesus' name. Bless your people now, God. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you, God. We just I speak to you now. all the elders and uh, the pastors, the teachers, 
the evangelists and all the spiritual leaders of after Christ. Keep the faith, knowing that God's grace is upon your life. Be moved by the Holy Spirit to be in the presence of others. And today, tell somebody that Jesus saves. The greatest question that we can do is to know that we're in a war. But we've been in this battle ever since we've been saved. We're going to fight the weapons of our warfare, not carnal. But they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Help one another. Help your brothers and your sisters. Help those that do not know you. Help those that are still struggling with their addictions. Help. You have a phone. All of you elders and evangelists, again, of after Christ, teachers, and just the parishioners. We love you today. Know that God loves you still. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name. You have a song for us to go out on? I don't see it. Okay. Well, if you don't see it, God bless you, and we'll 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 do something later. God bless now.